Our guest for this episode is Edurne Gilde San Vicente, Program Manager and Sustainability Enabler at Water Alliance. Join us for a discussion on how does water scarcity affect businesses, the impact of this water crisis, and most importantly, how is UAE rethinking the use of resources? Even though our planet is 70% water, only a small percentage of that is fresh water. Everything we do requires water for drinking, for washing, growing food, and for industries like construction and manufacturing. In the same time, water seems the most renewable of all the Earth's resources. So why are we stressing about it? Well, actually, recent studies show that climate change will severely exacerbate the water crisis. So yes, you guessed. The subject for today's episode is water. And my guest for today is Edurne Gilde San Vicente. Edurne, please help me and welcome to Rethink Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Nicoletta, for having me today and having Water Alliance with you. Yeah, well, climate change is already causing extreme events impacting and impacting communities. But what is the impact of this water crisis? We don't feel to, to, uh, to feel them, to see them in, uh, in every day. Yeah, exactly. We think that uh, it's not uh, in our backyard, but effectively it is. And you pointed at to something very important because the climate crisis is actually a water crisis. Um, so I like to quote the United Nations water because uh, it says that water is the primary medium through which we will feel the effect of climate change. And this is already happening. Um, but actually before diving into your question and elaborating a little bit more on the impact of uh, the water crisis, I think that it is important to understand that first, water is a shared resource and uh, that is a shared responsibility then. And uh, secondly, that uh, fresh water is actually not distributed equally actually around the globe. So some regions are more vulnerable than others uh, to variations in the uh, water cycle. And unfortunately, uh, the water cycle, like the carbon cycle, um, has been heavily disrupted. Um, why? Well, population growth, urbanization, um, our uh, linear consumption patterns. So all of this has immersed us in a global water crisis. And as you rightly mentioned, climate change is exacerbating it. Um, so how do we experience the water crisis? Um, in, in, in three ways, actually, um, either through water scarcity, where demand uh, actually exceeds uh, availability. And we already know, you mentioned already some statistics, but uh, the UN uh, explains that uh, uh, two thirds of the world's peoples actually face water shortages for at least one month each year. So let's remember uh, Cape Town in 2008, how um, the taps literally ran out of water and they were uh, rationalizing uh, water. It was a very, very dirty situation. And um, also, unfortunately, a third of the world's biggest uh, groundwater systems are already in distress. So every, everyone uh, right now can accept, uh, experience uh, water scarcity in one way or another. The other aspect of the water crisis is obviously water access. And unfortunately, 
you know, uh, still according to uh, WHO, one in third people globally, they do not have access to safe drinking water at home. That is uh, still pending for us. Uh, although we have uh, uh, declared water like a human right in 2010, it was recent, but this is a human right that this should not happen. And obviously the third aspect of the climate uh, crisis is water pollution. And unfortunately, um, this is uh, right out there in the news uh, with uh, plastic pollution is everywhere. Microplastics are being found deep in the ocean, uh, in all water bodies, in drinking water, uh, even in the glacier caps. Uh, everywhere we have uh, this uh, pollution um, affecting us, uh, not only from plastic uh, products, but also from uh, chemical um, products. So uh, yeah, the diffuse water uh, pollution is a big problem as well. So uh, pollution affects uh, actually um, everyone, uh, not only as human, but also um, the natural environment. One in three of all freshwater species actually are threatened with extinction. And this environmental degradation impacts also livelihoods. So uh, water is important for every single living being, not only us, obviously, but unfortunately, this loss of biodiversity and uh, the disruptions of the ecosystems uh, will have a big toll on, on the availability of natural resources, starting with water. Nature provides us with so many services um, that we don't really value them. <laughs> so um, unfortunately, we are dis disconnected from nature nowadays, and we forget that we depend of, uh, on healthy ecosystems for a healthy, sustainable planet. So yeah, you mentioned that uh, the, the water sector is vulnerable and that uh, it's actually it's going to direct it's going to have a direct impact um, in the food and energy sectors. Um, we need to understand that um, the water and the food and the energy systems are totally interconnected. And um, we know that uh, right now, like all the international uh, institutions uh, agreed to say that agriculture accounts for 70% of the water withdrawals. So that, that's huge. Industry, 90%, household, 11%. So um, yeah, water is, is really uh, required for, uh, for our food and for our energy sectors too. And if these three systems are not in balance, then we are uh, facing enormous risks for our economies and, uh, and for, our, for our daily lives uh, in, in, one, in, in one world. So yeah, the, this, this uh, for example, uh, I can give an example. Um, um, what is required in the energy sector to produce electricity through uh, hydroelectric um, uh, systems or, or to um, uh, cool, uh, cool towers to, to produce an electricity as well, uh, obviously has a huge uh, impact on, on agriculture uh, to have uh, availability of water. And also food has, um, the food system has, is competing with the energy system in the way that we are producing crops for feeding cattle or feeding uh, us, 
but uh, there, we are also producing crops to uh, generate biofuels and it's a direct competition. So these three systems are interacting constantly. We need energy to transform our food and we need energy as well to, for instance, uh, get our supply of water at home. Um, so that's very important to understand that uh, we cannot look at one problem in isolation and that uh, the water uh, system is directly linked to other systems that will affect us enormously. Of course, you already mentioned uh, the scale of, uh, of the water scarcity and how it will affect us. And uh, there are also current estimates that predict that by 2040, up to 20 more countries than the ones are affected at, at this moment could be experiencing uh, water shortages. So starting from this, uh, what are exactly um, the, the repercussion on the businesses that you can identify? Maybe okay. predicting with the... Uh, yeah, well, water scarcity has a huge impact on businesses and um, we are just starting to realize actually the importance of uh, the risk. And um, I would like to cite uh, an article by McKinsey. Uh, that is an excellent article that I recommend everyone to read. It's titled, uh, What Your Company Can Do to Reduce Water Stress. And um, it, it opens with a sentence saying that water is uh, as, in, as important uh, to the world as economy as oil or data. So uh, at Water Alliance, we, we love to say that uh, water is the new gold. And uh, Mackenzie seems to agree with that. <laughs> so just this, it is really a human and uh, business priority. And um, water risks, actually water scarcity can impact businesses on their uh, direct operations and in their uh, value chain as well. So um, as um, water stress grows, they, they will be experiencing, business can experiencing risk in, in many forms. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain a few of them. So for instance, there is the most obvious, which is the physical risk that can be uh, really uh, critical and costly when there is no, no water uh, or, or the water is not uh, fit for use, then uh, you cannot continue your operations. Um, there is also a reputational risk and that is uh, a clear example, for instance, is the fashion and the textile industry. Because Rawan, now we are understanding more and more that uh, what's going on in this industry. We understand that it's a major polluter of water at uh, all the stages, uh, or the, from you know the agriculture runoff uh, from cotton fields, um, and then um, uh, the dyeing processes that also release uh, toxic chemicals in the water. Or, or uh, from the user perspective, when we are washing our homes, or at home, uh, sorry, when we are washing our clothes at home, um, we might be releasing microplastics and we don't realize that we are actually a cause of pollution because of, of the choice of, of, of uh, clothing that we make. So um, there are also stakeholder risks because we know that uh, more investment firms right now, they, they want their companies to report on water-related uh, risk and how they are mitigating them. And uh, obviously, uh, we all um, 
are familiar with uh, you know the regulatory risks the the new norms or laws coming into force and that uh, will enforce uh, water usage and reduce pollution so we the businesses are compelled to to make uh, um, investments to comply to to local or national regulations that are coming and we can we can really foresee this coming and, and be proactive and take take action already uh, so there is you know advanced equipment right now that could reduce the the water consumption in in the operations um, reduce leakages so all these things that we can do already so yeah, what else can we do? So a part of uh, working on the direct operations, we could also report actually the water consumption that a business has and how, what are the measures that a business is taking to, to reduce that consumption. Um, what else, uh, a business can also um, influence their supply chain. And obviously how will we can, a business can decide on a set of uh, standards that uh, all suppliers need to comply to um they can obviously uh, go more into uh, uh, renewable energy we mentioned how uh, the link between uh, energy and water is very strong so working on reducing energy consumption and and going um, into renewable will have a direct impact in, in, in water usage actually and uh, what else well it could uh, business could also help their suppliers. They could sell, send some teams, uh, expert teams, water expert teams to help their suppliers uh, identify or uh, implement water efficient solutions. And um, yeah, the last thing that a business could do will be uh, to advocate advocate for, for water stewardship. Uh, they could, um, you know, uh, join international or national groups to advocate for water policies or or they can also support local uh, water organizations and NGOs like ours to you know spread spread the word and 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 make water a priority nowadays and uh what can i give as an example very obviously we were talking about plastic as well so um, single-use plastic nowadays there is a growing pressure on the producers to take responsibility uh, of their plastic waste, because right now the responsibility is on on consumers, on us. We should recycle, but this responsibility should be actually be taken at the source. So businesses can act already, and there is, you know, with all the comments that we have made so far, there's a lot of food for thought for all the businesses out there to be more water responsible. Yes, actually, climate action is being taken in many countries. And these examples that you just mentioned, there are policies, regulation, and market instruments that are proving to be effective. But now let's dive into the role of the awareness raising campaigns. This is something you are an expert with, so we can jump in, in, this, uh, in this topic. So what is the role of, uh, of the awareness raising campaigns on, on water scarcity? And did you see any effect on the long term? Right. Um, so awareness raising campaigns and educational programs like the ones the Water Alliance is offering uh, helps create a common understanding of the risks 
associated to not being proactive to the climate and the water crisis. So we have mentioned so far that uh, these risks are very high, but not all of us or not all the stakeholders are, are have the same level of awareness or are informed uh, about their vulnerability. So they, they really need to understand that everyone will, will be very vulnerable to these risks if we don't take actions. And yes, there is many dif different levels of actions. We were mentioning regularity, uh, regularity. So uh, there will be laws in place. Uh, businesses can also take action, but also um, we need to create enthusiasm and support from, from all of us, from, from, from the entire uh, population. So thanks to our programs, so we really create that support and we stimulate mobilization and action to, you know, we, we try to mobilize uh, local resources or, or even mobilize our youth uh, to be actors and change agents to influence their communities to adopt more sustainable lifestyles. So yeah, we, we want to our campaigns and programs to be uh, impact driven and look how could we generate behavioral change in a kind of grassroots movement because uh, we believe also on bottom up approaches, not only top down approaches. So everyone is responsible as I've mentioned, what is a shared uh, resource that needs a shared responsibility and everyone has the role to play. Um, this awareness um, needs to be maintained on, on time. It's, uh, change is not created overnight and the message needs to be uh, out there um, and giving uh, also a positive message that um, there is a way to turn this around and that, you know, adopting more sustainable lifestyles, uh, each action at a time is uh, everybody can do and every contribution counts. So your organization is, loca is located in Dubai. Uh, so if we are going to bring this matter in the region, um, we know that the region uh, water usage has long been, been, uh, been ranked as one of the highest in the world per capita. Mm -hmm. How is UAE rethinking the, the use of the water resource? Yeah, well, um, already a few years back, I think back in 2017, the Ministry of Energy and Infrastructure has put in place a UAE water security strategy for 2036. So that's the vision for already 2036 with, um, with a few objectives. And uh, in terms of uh, uh, the use of uh, water resources. Um, the objective of the strategy is to reduce the total demand by 21% of all sectors included. So for that, they had a water demand management program th that works with uh, different stakeholders in a stage manner. And the objective also is to focus on sustainable practices to actually reduce the average uh, consumption per capita per capita by half. So this is already very um, important to understand that water has been always a critical resource here in the UAE and the, the, the government is, is constantly uh, acting on, on this issue. Um, 
another another uh, way uh, that uh, that we have um, an impact on our water resources we mentioned is uh, agriculture and food production and um, there is as well a national food security strategy uh, that has an indirect indirect impact on, on on our resources our local resources and this strategy actually is working with uh, now with uh, uh, the agriculture sector to uh, look at ways to reduce um, uh, the groundwater uh, withdrawals and uh, also work with uh, crops that are more uh, used to the salinity conditions of the water that we unfortunately have in the in the UAE and be more efficient. So overall, there is um, action and there is plan to reduce the water consumption and also there is an objective for instance to uh, increase uh, the reuse of water by more than 80 percent so all of these measures will come slowly into place to uh, reduce this um, huge uh, water consumption that we are having can you give us some examples of uh, the programs you are running in the region for raising oh, awareness, yeah. of course, on the water responsible consumption, because this is the most important topic uh, you are yeah. on the agenda. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. sure. So, uh, Water Alliance programs actually addresses to many main audiences. We have adults and students. Um, we offer actually team building activities for uh, corporates and school programs for uh, primary and secondary students. We actually want, we like, and we, we focus on youth because we know that the younger generations, they have the ability of uh, challenging the order of things, ask questions and recreate uh, you know, their own space for the, their future. And this is what we want. We, want we, we would like to encourage them to create their own sustainable future. So they have the capacity of turning problems into opportunities. And this is, this is really a, a driving force, right? Um, but, Regardless of that, all the activities that we offer for uh, corporations, adults, or, or youth, they are, they, we base them on a met methodology of gamification. So what we want to do is that uh, we want to walk away from uh, traditional approaches of delivering facts and figures and uh, that we know that it can be overwhelming and can be a source of eco-anxiety. <laughs> nowadays, uh, unfortunately, we we hear more and more that uh, eco-anxiety issue. And on the contrary, through gamified activities, we offer actually an intuitive, more sensory approach of acquiring that common understanding that I was mentioning before um, through team building experiences. So challenges are solved uh, in a collaborative way. And uh, this allows you know, for a safer and find a space to link the dots and bring abstract concept to a personal level, feel energized and, you know, uh, take the next step that is to act to be um, a part of the solution of the crisis, uh, water crisis that we were mentioning before. So everybody can, can act at their level. So the topics of uh, our um, workshops are, are uh, quite uh, diverse. Um, we can touch, for instance, of uh, the water footprint concept and a zero waste lifestyle. 
are uh, on the water food energy nexus that we were mentioning at the very beginning of the talk um, on water conflicts, uh, water pollution, obviously, or the issue of water access and uh, how in unequal it is. Um, and all this is made again to provide a platform actually to enable uh, the adoption of more sustainable lifestyles. And um, we want to create interaction and action actually. So that's basically uh, the programs that we offer, gamified, interactive, uh, where uh, we empower the individuals to take a further step to, towards being a part of the solution. And um, yeah, we have a program actually for youth uh, is the second edition that we had already run um, this year is um, the Renew Our World Student Innovation Challenge, where we invite all the students across all Emirates to uh, provide innovative creative solutions to any local or global uh, water issue of their choice. And we see that uh, the youth have so many talent and they are really uh, providing incredible solutions uh, uh, using artificial intelligence, um, uh, using, uh, you know, uh, water cycles in, 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 in the homes, using the water from uh, ACs, um, providing solutions for uh, gardens, uh, how to select the right uh, plant that are, you know, drought resistant. And so there are quite, um, quite interesting solutions out there that we want to um, just uh, make them uh, viable and they are scalable actually. And they can they can really provide really uh, nice results. Um, we would like uh, the the corporate sector to support us to enable these youth to bring up these solutions to you know for for everyone to to be able to use them. So the winner of the senior category of the Renew Challenge will actually be sent uh, to Sweden to compete in the Stockholm Junior Water Prize Award uh, against uh, more than 40 other countries. And they, she will be presenting uh, her solution. Uh, her solution actually is basically uh, to promote the usage of uh, re refillable water bottles in schools. So the, all the water bottles we have um, a code, a barcode, and uh, children will be able to scan the barcode each time they are refilling their uh, bottle, and they will have, uh, they will gain gain points, or they will receive uh, information, or uh, they will be challenging to play uh, uh, games, uh, again, to reinforce the usage of re the refillable water bottles at school. So, um, we hope that uh, it's going to create um, uh, a, a spur, a movement for sustainable living and create a movement also for, for sustainability in the schools uh, through, through this um, challenge. Mm -hmm. Before ending our discussion, what are probably the top three things we can do in our daily life to save water? All right. So very important to understand that your water footprint 
uh, more than 97% of it comes from actually your consumption patterns, uh, the choice of your food, uh, the way you uh, consume daily um, staples, or you uh, choose your 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 uh, your outfits. Um, how how many electronics you get, and uh, the rest is uh, part of the visible water. You know, open the tap or close the tap um, when um, when you take a shower. Um, so it is important, obviously, to close the tap and take shorter showers. We encourage everyone to do so, but it's even more important to pay attention of uh, the type of food that, that you choose to eat. Um, we know that uh, uh, red meat has a higher uh, water footprint. We can reduce maybe a little bit uh, the consumption on that side. Uh, we know that uh, the fast fashion industry has a huge impact on the global uh, water resources. So the, the choice of uh, more dura durable um, um, clothing or how, how long you will uh, keep, keep them, you know, don't, don't be uh, uh, attracted by all these uh, changing seasons and, and constant buying of, of new uh, items of clothes that will make a huge impact. And then obviously um, uh, your electronics as well. So for instance, I can, I can tell you that uh, our phone uh, will have a water footprint of around 960 liters of water. So um, again, love your phone. You don't need maybe to get the next generation of phone that is coming every six months. Just uh, use, maintain your electronics, your computer, uh, take care of your clothing, uh, be mindful of uh, the diet that you're having. And uh, yeah, close the tap. That, uh, th th these are very good advices. And uh, I hope uh, this episode will do its part in uh, this campaign of raising awareness on water responsible consumption. Thank you so much for your presence at the Rethink Podcast. Thank you.